Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you, Big Book Study. My name is Russ M., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, August 5th, 2022, and we're, we are reading from the Big Book. We're on page 20, the first paragraph through two paragraphs. Um, you may, you and Mayo already asked yourself down through to summarize some points as we see them. All right. So today's readers are, for the steps, Sandra L., the 12 Traditions, Tenzin P., the reader of the text is Darling H., page 164 is Anne-Marie M., the newcomer readers Loretta M., and second hour host is Janice P.M. So the reference numbers for yesterday, Thursday, August 4th, 2022, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting was 19,000. 251. So 19251. The 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is 19,252. AOA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self supporting through our own contributions neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on the outside issue. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, always fifth tradition states, each group has one, but one primary purpose, to carry its message to compulsive overeater who still suffers. <clears throat> At a vision for you, a book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of overeaters anonymous. I will now ask Sandra L., to read the 12 steps. Star one, Sandra. Star one, Sandra, for for the steps. Can you hear me? Uh, We got it. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry, I was talking away. Good morning, I'm Sandra. I am a compulsive overeater from Georgia. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we, were, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 
Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service. Thank you, Sandra. Now I've asked Tendon P to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Tendon P checking in from New York. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for a group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop compulsive eating. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, Each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tenzin. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers, it's six months. There's no accidents requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, Everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. So today we resume our study, and there's a solution, page 20. 
the first paragraph, you may have already asked yourself, and you're going to go down through two paragraphs ending with some points as we see them. And I've asked Darlene H. to start us off. Good morning, everybody. Darlene H., Recovered Compulsive Eater from Georgia. You may have already asked yourself why it is that all of us became so very ill from drinking. Doubtless, you're curious to discover how and why, in the face of expert opinion to the contrary, we have recovered from a hopeless condition of mind and body. If you are an alcoholic who wants to get over it, you may already be asking, what do I have to do? It is the purpose of this book to answer such questions specifically. We should tell you what we have done. Before going into a detailed account, it may be well to summarize some points as we see them. So what is this telling me? What's my experience with this? Is um, Yeah, I didn't understand how I got so very ill. Um, until I got with a sponsor who was armed with the facts about themselves, right, and that they understood that there were certain foods, alcoholic foods, ingredients that were causing me harm. Now, I have uh, years of experience in OA, and I've had years of of absence in OA, but I could never stay stopped. So one of the things that that I have found from listening to people is that they had recovered from a hopeless condition of mind and body, and I couldn't understand if I kept on relapsing, why couldn't I recover from a hopeless case of my mind and my body? And the answer was because I wasn't doing the program the way that, or I wasn't following the steps, not the program. I wasn't following the steps the way they're laid out in the book. I wasn't continuing to do the work you know I had to abandon myself completely to to the fact that I couldn't do this on my own that I didn't have the power that I didn't have the knowledge that I just I just can't do it my self-reliance was getting in the way so once and and I've been recovered before. I mean, recovered as we look at it as recovered, following the steps. And I ate again, but again, I wasn't doing the steps. I wasn't continuing my work. And so today, I find the value, complete value. I see, I know, I experience that not only do I do the first nine steps, but then I have to stay in ten, eleven, and twelve on a daily basis. And it enriches my life so much. And I finally understand what it means to to have freedom. I remember my sponsor saying to me, how free do you want to be? And I was thinking, well, I, I want to be free. But now, now I get what freedom is. I have tools when life is hard to help me, not food. Um you know, that's what this, the purpose of this book is to answer such questions specifically. It tells me, step by step, what to do. And if I do it, I'll be free. And with that, I pass. Thank you for letting me share. Thanks, Darlene. Appreciate it. So now we're going to open up the line for sharing. And you, you know, uh, although we value your experience, we ask that you let me share every third day. Um, 
so others could have their chances to share their experiences. So if you share it on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, please step back. All right, who would like to share on page 20? Barb W. Barb. Melissa S. Melissa. Heather E. H. Heather. Judith S. T. I got Judith. There was Rachel, right, Rachel? Rachel, I didn't get you. The person that saw your last name. One second. One second. Rachel K., I believe, right? There's one more I missed in there. Nancy R. Okay, it's going to be Nancy R. Now, I will take one more. Maybe we won't. Okay, I got Barb W., Melissa S., Heather E. H., Rachel K., Jesus S. P., and Nancy R. Barb W., you're up. Star one, Barb. Barb W. gratefully recovered in Illinois. Um, it strikes me. You may have already asked yourself why, 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 why. It sounds like so self pity. I wanted to know why, because then maybe I could fix it. I didn't even know it was a thing. Eating. I didn't know that was my thing. I just thought I have a low metabolism. That must be my problem. Um. And then it goes on. You might be curious to discover how and why. I love the way he's written. Um, but then in the second paragraph that we read today, here, we'll, we shall tell you what we've done. He doesn't say I'm going to tell you why and how. Well, kind of how, but not the why. Not the why, because that just gives me more fuel for my brain, which hasn't worked, hadn't worked. So I, I love that it's a program of action, and it says what we're gonna what we're gonna tell you what we've done, not what we've thought or why that's happened. It's enough to know that it was a solution, Hap, haphazard and and non functional as that was for me until it boomeranged and 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 killed me nearly. Um, so. Not a lot more to say than that, but I appreciate everyone being here, and I love that it's a program of action, and it's the world will ask me why I ate and why I gained so much weight, and here this book is going to tell me what they've done, and I, I just appreciate it. Grateful today. I'll pass. Thanks. Thanks, Lauren. Appreciate it. Um, next up is... Melissa S. followed by Heather E. H. Good morning, everybody. This is Melissa S. in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I I really like this line. What do I have to do? Um, I feel like the first thing that comes to mind is, am I living a recovery program? that would be attractive to others to ask me this question. Um, and then also, and I remember when I first came, I did ask that, like, what do I have to do? And um, it felt like so much, and it just felt like I couldn't do all of the stuff. And I've heard it said, like, um, do what you have to do until it becomes what you want to do. And 
like, well, what are you getting brainwashed? <laughs> and someone was like, well, my brain need needed washing um, for sure. And so it really has for me turned into things that I actually now want to do. And um, it's a way of life that is no middle of the road solution. I can't just do some because specifically is all. And um I also really like this idea about like, why, why did I, you know, turn into this compulsive overeater? Why do I have this disease? And my sponsor says, we don't get to have the answer to why. And um, I learned a while ago to change my whys to, of course. So there's reasons I may not understand them, even why people do things or why I have a compulsive overeater issue. Um, We all have, reasons why and that we may not understand and just saying of course I do takes the blame off of anybody and just is you know nods to our humanity and gives compassion to our traumas Um, but we move forward and um, I just um, am grateful that I do know what to do and um, that my brain has been washed um, to be thinking of God and not self and it's expelled the compulsion to overeat and that's all I have thanks thank you Melissa next up is Heather E.H. followed by Rachel K star one Heather All right, why don't we, there you go. Heather H. Recovered in Texas. Grateful for today and grateful for everyone who shares on this line and everyone who's at the meeting. And um, I just love these two paragraphs because um, I've read them over and over. And um, what stood out to me or what stands out to me the most is what, what do I have to do? And um, when I came, when I first came into vision, um, my sponsor, who I selected, um, gave me a list of six questions, and one of them was, "I'm willing to. Are you willing to go to any lengths?" And I was so beat up from ordering from those delivery services every other day promising myself that I wouldn't order that day and then going ahead and ordering that day, um, I was so beat up and so sick and it was mental. It was um, a mental illness because of the obsession of the mind. I was just going crazy. And um, anyway, so I, I asked myself, Am I willing to go to any length? And I was. And I have written out in the margin over here, it says instruction manual. And so that's what this is. It's an instruction manual that tells us what to do. And um, luckily for me today, I followed that. I followed 10, 11, and 12 every day on a daily basis, step 10 many times a day if I have to. And... um, I it I do it without fail and it's become second nature. And with that I pass. Thanks, Heather. So before Rachel jumps on, if you uh 
join the meeting a little later. We are on page 20, and there's a solution to first and second paragraphs we're reading. All right, Rachel Kay, you're up. Hi, thank you so much. This is Rachel Kay, uh, compulsive over, recovered compulsive overeater, formerly from California, now from Indiana. I love the big book. I mean, it is a guide for living, for my life at least. Um, it is my user's manual for, for how to use my brain and my life and my spirit. But let's, let's be honest. It is not laid out like a nice um, workbook, you know? It doesn't have, I mean, and I kind of want to talk to if you're new or struggling, because um, I came in when I was 15 years old in 1985. I did not recover and finally put down the food and get abstinent until 15 years later uh, when I was 30. Um, and so when it says, we'll tell you exactly what to do, I mean, we are so fortunate now that we have fellows who have devoted their lives to service, who have, you know, worksheets and made worksheets and, and forms and books and everything out of this. So I urge you, you know, contact people, make use of what they offer, you know, make use of those resources. Um, but if, you know, looking at the book, sometimes, well, at least for me, I was confused. I was like, where is where is step four? I mean, guys, when I first did my step four, I I thought I did it the way it said in the big book. And I went to my sponsor and I had my three columns and I read my all three columns. And, and she said, well, where's your fourth column? I said, what are you talking about? There's three columns in the book. She's like, no, there's four. And I pointed at the page and I was like, there's three columns here. And she had to explain it to me. So, um, but there are people in these rooms, on this meeting right now, who can help you if it's a little confusing to you? Like, what does this have to do with the fact that I can eat an entire half gallon of ice cream at once? What, is, what does this have to do with, you know, it just, it didn't make sense to me how, you know, talking about God and turning my life over, how that was going to help me stop eat, stop eating. And, and, you know, the chapter is titled, How It Works, Not Why It Works. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, it just does. It does. So I stopped asking why, and I was just okay. How? Because I don't. I don't care why it works. I just know that it does, and it saved my life. Um, so even though maybe for some of you it seems a little cryptic, and it certainly did for me. I mean, I'm lucky that I had, or I'm blessed that I had people who could elucidate it for me. Um, but if it, it just is not making much sense to you, please, please, please reach out, you know, call, call me, call, you know, the next hour, get some numbers, um, go right. to your website. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, and I'll pass. Thanks, Rachel. Next up is Judith SP followed by Nancy R. Good morning, Russ. This is Judith S.P. in Maryland. Uh, thank you, God. Thank you all for being here. Um, I appreciate the shares that uh, have just been done. Uh, what, I, what resonates with me today, I'll start with the second paragraph. We shall tell you what we have done. Experience, strength, and hope. 
um, I have in my life prior to coming into recovery, thank you, God, um, as maybe many, probably as many, have been to professionals, have um, worked in different weight loss programs, um, have run off uh, to retreats to get what I need to find my happiness and freedom. And uh, sometimes they worked for a while, and I'd find some relief. But whenever I put my feet back into my quote-unquote everyday life, the honeymoon was over, and the divorce papers were there, and the anger happened, uh, uh, figuratively, not literally. And then I go to the first paragraph, and I'm struck by and so much in agreement with, in the face of expert opinion to the contrary. And even to this day, when I speak to medical professionals or former colleagues, therapists, um, and spiritual friends, uh, we're just not in sync because... What I share is my experience, strength, and hope. No more, no less. We're all on the same level. In the experiences that I've had over my lifetime, there was always a one-up or a one-down. The doctor is God, and he'll tell me what I need. The therapist will point me into a diagnosis. The program will tell me, do this, this, and this, and ultimately you will lose and become this, this, this. When I am truly connected to God, thank you, God, I am in this moment, and live in the light and love of his guidance, I know what Judith needs, and what Judith needs is the 12 steps after my relationship or or in tandem with my higher power, and I need to be in fellowship, and I need to give service. And again, for those who are new here, my hope is that you will stay around, reach out, ask to be reached out to, and know that you are home. As for me, this has become where I have put my blanket and pillow. So thank you for letting me share. Thanks, Judith. All right, next up is Nancy R, and then we're going we're gonna to jump and get some more uh Shares. All right. All right, Nancy, you there? Yeah, hi. Good morning, Nancy R., um, recovered compulsive overeater from Illinois. <sighs> Thank you for everyone for the shares already this morning. Um, that's what I love about this meeting is that there's so much recovery. Um, in this meeting and so many different voices um, of recovery. And, um, you know, what do I have to do is a great question. Um, And I heard someone else say before, like, um, I used to ask why, 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 why. And sometimes I still ask why. And I know that why, (laughs) even outside of program, I know why is a very ineffective question. Um, But I don't know why this works. It just does. You know, some will say, I've been, you know, let me do this. I've been in program for over 25 years, and, you know, I 
have periods of abstinence followed by terrible periods of of uh relapse and you know like um how do I stay stopped and um I haven't had that experience before and um I've been um stopped now since the uh, since November of last year and while that's a short amount of time I'm I'm different I'm different I my relationship with my higher power is different uh, I'm more connected I you know start each day and end each day and many many times throughout the day I'm connected and um you know I talk to newcomers and like well you know what what changed what was different and many times over the years people have asked me oh what did you do what was different and there isn't I mean, while I can point to certain things, there's also, you know, what do I have to do? I have to work these steps and continue to work them. And I, I'd never done that before. I've, I've, I've worked the steps, but I wouldn't continue to work them. Um, and so thank God um, for today. You know, I woke up um, with God. And uh, as much as my mind wanted to drift off to other things, um, it, God kept bringing me back, you know, okay, like, I want to give this day to you, God. Show me this day. You're, the, you're, you're my boss. I'm the employer. Um, and with that, I'll pass. Thanks. All right. And thank you very much. So we are in There's a Solution, page 20, the first paragraph. You may have already... Ask yourself down through two paragraphs to some to summarize some. Uh, let me read this. My kitchen kitchen uh, chicken scratch here. I'm sorry. Two paragraphs and then points as we see them. Sorry about that. Who would like to share on this? Barbara Mary. E. So I got Barbara. Rosie W. Mary. Rosie. Wendy B. from California. Mer- Meredith W. Uh, Wendy B. No, B is in Victor. All right. Gwen B is in Victor. H. All right, we got Gwen. Take one more. Okay. Joanne P. All right, Joanne. And then if we uh, have time, since I'm not a great mathematician, we'll throw more shares in there. So we got Barbara E, Rosie W, Meredith W, Wendy B, Gwen H, and Joanne P. Barbara E, you're up. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity to be with you again today. Well, this chapter gives me hope. There is a solution. I don't get the answer right away. But I know I must move forward and do what I have to do so I won't die from this killer disease and follow these instructions, not 90%, but 100%. And to keep it simple, how to improve and grow and all the fancy words that Bill loves to use means change, change about just about everything and listen to what others just like me have to say. Because when I came in, I thought about me 23 hours a day 
And then the final one, I thought, what did you think about me? I was self-centered, defiant, selfish, and my goal at first was to achieve food, neutrality around food. But, oh, I hear a lot of background noise. But today it's still to maintain neutrality and balance around food, but also in my relationship with others was equally important. And if I'm in myself, it's not my job, but my higher power's job to give me the words to say or from praying or refrain from saying something that was lacking in tolerance and to react calmly without judging and fear of the future. It's when I began this program, I was plagued with the disease of self-loathing. I didn't think much of myself as a friend. And now I'm learning I'm not the worst person in the world, but I'm not the best person. I'm just one of you. I've learned that strong, healthy relationships are an important part of my life. Friends, neighbors, and most hardest of all with my family, they're an important part of my life. How am I showing up? Being a better person, having dignity and compassion and respect for others, being tolerant of other people's opinions and affiliations, even if how even if how we work our program in different ways, do we work it quickly or slowly? Do we have to believe in God or not? Learning not to be misjudgy pants and respectfully listening to others, remembering the hoop we have to jump through is wide enough for all of us, religious, atheist, agnostic, uh, of different ethnicities, or LGBTQ. It makes no difference whether where we come from, Yale or Jail, Skid Row or Fifth Avenue. Just remember, God is not me. And to be kind to myself, to look back. Todd. If I, thank you, if I knew was back then what I know now, I would have acted so differently, but I didn't have the solution. It's out there for all of us. I pass. Thanks, Barbara. Next up is Rosie W. Followed by Meredith W. Star one, Rosie. Thank you, Russ. Hi, good morning. Uh, Rosie W. here, compulsive overeater, very gratefully recovered in the UK. Um, I have to admit, when I when I read this these two paragraphs at the beginning of the meeting, I burst out laughing at what do I have to do? Because I wake up every morning and I have no idea. <laughs> I am somebody who, having been in recovery for years and years, will and and even if I have like a laminated sheet of instructions, I still don't know what to do because I wake up every morning unrecovered. My disease has had a field day in my head all night. I don't know what to do. And and I spent years and years in regular OA um, with with no idea what to do. And you know, when I take a new sponsee on, I'd be sort of going back through old emails from my current sponsor. You know, sort of trying to find all of the questions or trying to find references in the whatever literature we were using. And I had and I had no idea what people should be doing. 
I didn't have a teachable program. And these days I have page 86 and I wake up and I go to page 86. And even sometimes even that is too hard for me. So I have a voice memo in my phone where I'm reading um, the On Awakening section from the big book, which is helpful, yes, for when I'm away or, you know, when I can't go and read a book and study on my own. But it's, it's mostly because I need that level of simple instruction, right, this is where you pause here and you ask God, or, you know, to divorce your thinking from X, Y, and Z. And I'm so grateful to this meeting because I have such a simple, teachable program now. And what I've, what I've really noticed is that when I get to the end of the steps with sponsees and I say, right, um, you know, it's time to find um, a sponsee of, of your own, it's time to start working with others. They're, of course, you know, apprehensive, but they're not terrified in the way that they used to be and in the way that I used to be, because there's no rocket science here. We go through the book, we read it together line by line and we discuss what it means to us and we do exactly what's laid out um, in, in terms of instructions. You know, they don't need to be a therapist. They don't need to be Einstein. They just need to go through the book with someone and share their experience. Um, which is all I do too. And funnily enough, it works. So I'm so grateful for the simplicity and the specificity in this book. Um, I'm so grateful for the detail and and the simplicity. Um, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks, Rosie. Next up is Meredith H. followed by Wendy B. Oh, Meredith, hey, I think it's Meredith B, right? Meredith B. Yeah, it's Meredith B. as in boy. Um, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. That's all right. Um, This question, what do I have to do? Um, That's the same question I asked before I embarked on every weight loss scheme in the past. Um, Show me the boxes to check. Show me or, you know, tell me what grade I need to get in this course and um, I'll do it. I'll do it perfectly for your approval, the best grade, um, whatever that may be. But what really I just yelled at me this morning was um, I asked the question, what do I have to do? And the answer is it's kind of nebulous. It just says we shall tell you what we have done. Um, they're, he, they're not saying will tell you what to do. And in that, um, there's space in there for me in my discomfort. I'm like, why won't, why, why won't they line it out? Somebody mentioned a workbook. Like, give me a workbook and I will work the car out of it. But if I have to sit with my discomfort, um, that's where I find the answers because it's going to drive me to God. And this program is, that's exactly what it's doing. It's um, drawing me to my God. And, you know, each, the more time I spend with him, it's like time in the bank for those times that um, I'm in discomfort and I notice it and I think, you know, I can pause and ask him or just, just say help. And I'm helped. Um, This is just really poignant to me today. Um, I've been told in program for a long time what to do. 
and it didn't fit. It just didn't fit. It felt, um, it, that wasn't freedom, actually, to me. It was somebody else's concept of what they thought I should be doing. And so um, when I'm given the space, I need the guidelines for sure. I need these instructions, but they they lead me to God. Um, so I think with that, I'll pass. Thank you, everybody, for your service and for making this meeting happen. Thank you, Meredith. Before we have uh, Wendy jump on here, uh, we're in their solution, page 20, the first two paragraphs. All right, Wendy V, as in victory. Star one. Hi, good morning, everyone. This is Wendy V from California. And I just, I keep reading this paragraph and asking myself what it means to me. And what keeps standing out over and over is a hopeless condition of mind and body. And, you know, I know that when I'm on the edge of dying, which I have been a few times in my life, I know that the bigger question is just comes to, you know, like help and save me. It's not me trying to figure it out anymore because I spend years trying to figure out, you know, how to get over this disease. I spent years dissecting myself and coming up with a new plan every single morning of how I was going to make this day different than last night or the day before. And, you know, once I'm convinced, and I don't become convinced just because I've walked into the program, not me. I really, really at a deep, 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 deep level, the deeper the better, have to believe that I am in a hopeless condition of mind and body. But I've noticed that when I come in here that I still have some plans. I still have some reservations. I might still have some lurking notions that or some rocks that I haven't unturned yet. But when I really can see that there is absolutely nothing, nothing that I really have a hopeless state of mind and body, and there's absolutely nothing I can do, I become a lot more willing to do whatever you tell me. And I may not understand it. I may not know exactly what I have to do, but I am as desperate as a drowning man and will do whatever I have to to swim to shore because I, I really, really, truly believe at the deepest level of myself that I am hopeless and my mind and body and there is nothing I can do. And that is when, you know, what came first, the egg or the chicken, kind of goes out the window. If I was dying from cancer, I wouldn't be sitting there trying to, like, uh, figure out how I got cancer. If I was on the verge of death, I would take whatever help I could get to recover from the cancer just to get one more breath or, or stay alive one more day. So I feel like that with this disease, once I'm really without any lurking notions or reservations, what came first, the egg or the just take, you know, do with me as you will. Help is my answer. Thank you. All right there, Wendy. Thank you very much. Next up, it's Gwen H. Filed by Joanne P. Hopefully we can have a couple more shares. Hi, this is Gwen H. from New Jersey. 
Um, <clears throat> thank you, everybody, for your shares. Um, I feel a little intimidated about sharing. It's maybe my second time. But I feel very strongly to share something wonderful that's happened for me um, after 15 months of that wonderful food neutrality and having all the, what felt like all the promises in our program. Um, I don't want to say I lost it. I, I, I guess I kind of gave it away. And back in March, I got very curious about um, food. And I, I knew, I knew I needed to step up my program. And I felt like I didn't know how until I got in enough pain. And I suddenly remembered like everything that, you know, past members uh, have told me, you know, what to do, past sponsors, and um, and I started doing them to no avail. Nothing was helping, and I was like really in a panic, but I kept doing it, and I think that is my pitch today. Just keep doing whatever a recovered or any OA member um, can recommend. I listen to endless podcasts, and um, I would hang up the phone and say, okay, they said read page 60 to 63 or, you know, 80-something to 85. And um, and I did all that and read, did certain prayers, uh, get a sponsor again. Um, and because I knew from the past any abstinence I had, came from, um, it, it just came on to me like um, it felt magical um, where I would read something in the big book or someone else at a meeting was reading words and it would just hit me so hard I knew my next meal would be abstinent and that's as simple as it happened and it's only a day and a half that I have my abstinence back but it feels as strong as I had it during those 15 months, and I am so grateful. And just to, and, and everyone out there, you know, never give up. This really, truly is my only answer, and I am so, so grateful for this meeting, for my abstinence for these 24 hours that I have, and um, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks, Gwen. Next up is Joanne P. And then we'll take another list. Good morning, everyone. This is Joanne P. from Pennsylvania. Greatly recovered, a compulsive overeater. Wow, this chapter is, um, or this paragraph, I should say, is, uh, it sort of brings it home to me now that. Um, I've been recovered from being a chronic relapser since March. So hopeless condition of the mind and body. Yeah, that's that's how I felt and that's where I was. And um, what do I have to do? Well, the purpose of this book is to answer those questions and with the help of all of you and um, an amazing sponsor. You shared your experience, your strength, and your hope. And 
tell me what to do. You know, the fellowship of this program is just amazing. And by the grace of God, our higher power, um, I wouldn't be here without my higher power. And the 12 steps is just a way of life. It's just something you have to do every single day to overcome this hopeless condition of um, the obsession of the mind and, and the food allergy. So, yeah, I'm um, so th- so thankful for for our program and for our 12 steps and our fellowship and, of course, the grace of God. With that, I pass. Thank you. All right, Joanne. So let's take, let's try two more shares. Who else would like to share on this, uh, these two paragraphs on page 20? Kim A. All right, Kim A. Jackie A. from Connecticut. And then then Jackie. That's going to probably finish it up. Go ahead, Kim. You're up. Okay. Am I still unmuted? You're good. Go for it. Okay. Thanks. So, yeah, you know, we, no matter where we come from, we come into this program with these big egos, thinking that whether it's about food or something else, we know better. We know better than other people. Um, I mean, maybe I should speak for myself. You know, for 18 years, I chronically relapsed no matter how hard I tried to follow a food plan. I kind of did my own spin on the steps thinking like, well, you know, if I tweak this, it'll work better for me. Or, you know, I don't fit into this category, so I'll just do this a little bit different. And clearly it didn't work, right? And so because we are the same as alcoholics, we just go to, you know, a different substance for our ease and comfort. Bill knew this. Bill Wilson knows who we are because we are just like him. And he knows that we need to not be told, like, dude, you got to do this. But here's, here's what we suggest. This is what we did. If you want what we have, you're going to follow this. And actually, he didn't know it as much as the other, like, 99 pioneers because they kind of forced him to make some changes from that first manuscript because he, just like us, wanted to tell everybody what to do. So if we come in here understanding that our ego is really just blown out, we need, our egos need to be smashed. And we need to just, I needed to just shut up stop asking questions, and just have faith that my sponsor knows what she's talking about, right? Because she recovered. And if I want what she has, then I need to do what she did. You can't take like some recipe and then start changing shit around and expect it to work out the same way, right? It's the same thing. Um, I apologize if I'm repeating. I just, you know, came in a little bit later. Some other people might have said this, but that's what I get from that. And thanks for letting me share. Kim A. New York City. Thanks, Kim. Next up is Jackie A. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, everybody on the line. This is Jackie A. from Connecticut, and I am so grateful. Tomorrow makes 60 foot back from relapse, um, back, and it's going to be 11 months in program without binging and restricting. And I'm just, like, my physical recovery is coming back. Um I've had the steady weight loss 
um, and I'm sorry, not weight loss, like weight maintained this since I think it was like December. And I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I walk down my street sometimes and I literally have to pray that it's sweat running down my legs and not foul still. Like this is recovery to me is having forgiveness for my body 11 months later, you know, I'm not bleeding like I was when I first came in. Like I, I, my teeth feel better. My skin feels better. My hair has good days, but emotionally, emotionally, like my, my doctors, my, um, my psychiatrist, my therapist, like they can actually know the real me, my girlfriends, my, um, the people I'm, I, I haven't dated in 11 months. Like people I talk to online, the people that I associate with myself at work or in friendships, like they know the real me now. Um, That's not clouded in food. I'm not, you know, self-medicating to keep myself numb or running myself ragged with, with uh, exercise bulimia or what have you. So spiritually, I feel so much more trusting of God. Like I've been interviewing, I had my bank account freaking over withdraw the other day. And, and people are like, you know, feeling like they want to walk out of work. And that's not me today. That's not me this week. And that was me a couple of weeks ago. You know, is that self-loathing, like pissed off self, like, you know, old defiant Jackie, like, well, I'll show you kind of popped her weary head, not necessarily like show my bosses, but like show myself like I'm worth something. And I don't want to be Bill. I like, I, 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 I like Bill, you know, Bill W. Thank you for being you, but I'd rather go on the Dr. Bob side. I'd rather like clean up my shit literally and, um, and be more modest and be more loving. And I, I want that for my recovery. And I know that speaks through to my sponsee. I know that I have the most loving, adoring help from fellowship and from, um, and from my sponsors who've helped me along the way and my wise women council, my God squad. So I just wanted to say thank you to, you know, thank you to the big book in the beginning of time. Uh, that's how I like to say it. And, uh, and just, you know, going forward, I'm grateful for the 24 hours ahead. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Jackie. So now we're cutting close. You got a minute if somebody wants to take it or we could just close down the meeting. All right. So thank you, Jackie, for being our last chair. All right, Anne Marie, we got about thirty seconds. Forty five seconds. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much, Russ. I just appreciate uh, appreciate this meeting. You know, it's it's not a program, a vision to you, it's a meeting and um, you know, I give service because this um meeting has given so much to me. And it doesn't matter why. I spent years in therapy trying to figure out why and it it, it, it doesn't matter. You know, I am what I am. Um compulsive overeater always will be uh, not cured and so i'm just i'm just really really grateful grateful for this book grateful for this meeting and grateful for life today you know i didn't wake up and put the uh, covers over my head and saying oh i wish i wish i could just sleep today or i wish i was going to bed instead of waking up i said that a lot of times all right bye (laughs) (laughs) thanks amory sorry about that so you are our last share. Thank you to everybody that shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour study immediately following closing. So today's share ID 
for Friday, August 5th, 2022 is 19,262. 19262. And now we're going to close the meeting with a reading from a big book on page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. And Marie Evans going to read it. All right. Here I am. Um, gratefully, um, a recovered compulsive overeater because I've done the work in this book, The Twelve Steps. I am um, from South Carolina. I am living in South Carolina. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we only know a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. God bless you and keep you until then.